Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor and cookbook author, and The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutritional medicine, and healthy living taken from my main podcast, The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my free recipes, books, newsletter, and download the app at thedoctorskitchen.com. A lot of the news um, is uh, it's focused on negativity because that's what sells. We are basically products of what we are more likely to click on, which is why in certain uh, news sites, you know, it will show generally um, negative news. And that trains our neural networks to be more uh, alert and uh, a lot more, um, uh, uh, well, basically like a heightened anxiety response. Um, and that's why I've actually stopped looking at news sites myself and actually only looking for positive news cycles you'll be generally aware of what's going on because people are going to tell you but i'm actually trying to train my own neural networks uh, to be a lot more responsive to uh, the positive aspects of what's going on in the world i wonder if that's something that that you do yourself or, or how you tolerate the news yeah no i mean absolutely our subconscious brain i think is we don't realize how much we're receiving all the time from the world around us and the fact that you know we've now moved from physical threats into psychological threats and the the kind of like brain processes that were you know brilliant in in helping us um stay safe from physical threats like running away from lions and tigers are now being so overactivated and our emotional system is being completely hijacked by um by the by the by the psychological threat of the news for example if you just look at um uh very recently um the incredibly sad news about Sarah, Sarah Everand oh, yeah. um yeah. and the fact that you know there's now so much media around kind of you know women being safe on the streets now i obviously want to take into account that you know the world isn't um, you know, the, the world isn't completely safe. But at the same time, I also want to take into account that you can follow one news agenda, like just following news about Sarah, and I, my belief system could change into the world is scary. And then my confirmation bias moves into trying to find evidence at all times to confirm my belief state that the world is scary. And I think when I started to understand how the brain works from, you know, our belief system is really the filter um, of, of how we interpret reality. And that can make the world more scary if we want it to be. But also if we set our belief system to say, okay, you know, obviously there are, you know, tragic things that can happen. So keep your eyes peeled, but on the whole, the world is safe. I have a much more enjoyable interpretation of reality. So I think it's really important for us to constantly ask ourselves, like, what is the news making me believe? And is it the whole truth or is it a part of the truth that I am then taking into the whole truth? Um, and, um, and to know how vulnerable we are. Um, for example, everything that unfolded with Afghanistan, I became glued to it, absolutely glued to it. And I didn't sleep for days because I was like, because it was the first time in history we were really watching something unfold in real time. I could go onto Twitter and I could watch civilians' videos. And it was literally like we were in our own worst movie. And I thought to myself, wow, can our brains hold this? Um, and again, like trauma is contagious. 
because of course we're social creatures. So I think, uh, and I had really had to make sure that I took a day off following this this world crisis, just to remember that actually there was nothing I could do from and sitting in London. And um, if you're kind of a highly sensitive person like I am or, or an empath or someone that kind of like deeply like feels other people's emotions, I think it's even more important to know that about yourself and then to also um, um, to know when your ability to change things like where the edge and the edges are blurry, but kind of being lost in the emotion of it is not necessarily helpful for them or you. Yeah, I think that's so eloquently put. Um especially the the things you said about confirmation bias it's it, it's quite unfashionable i think today to say that we live in a relatively safe world it's it's got infinitely more safe over the last few decades but if you look at the news cycle you'll be convinced of the exact opposite um and the real-time nature of being able to uh witness what's going on and of course we're, we're i think we're quite naturally voyeuristic creatures which is why we're addicted to like reality tv and stuff and we you know we love following people and uh, and spying on their uh their every move like uh through through our phones and stuff it's it's uh it, it's no wonder that we have this um uh this obsession uh and and it can create negative spirals i know, I know that from myself as well i have to like constantly stop myself uh by taking like enforced 15 minute breaks whenever i'm on social media yeah, well, they, there's a great quote where um, emotion goes, attention flows. So if we were sitting in a restaurant and somebody started shouting, immediately the entire restaurant would be looking at it. And so that is why if you look at EastEnders, for example, or reality television, there is so much emotion. So as a, yeah. con- so as a consequence, we're glued. But, um, you know, emotions are really important but when we're driven by them, feeling them, and that's what I write about in my book a lot, feeling them is critical, acting upon them is not. And, um, and I think sometimes the news can heighten our emotions, kind of like make us feel very aroused. And then we, and then it does that mean we are short with the person that spills coffee over us? Does that mean that we're more likely to get into confrontation? Does that mean that we are just on those kind of again like edges of heightened emotional states? And it turns us into like emotional creatures rather than rational creatures. And I think th- that point is where my work has definitely been like very focused. And how do we kind of like use all the wisdom that we have in, within us uh, rather than being too much driven by emotion? I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutritional medicine and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. And you can find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen. Sign up for free recipes every single week at thedoctorskitchen.com. And don't forget to download the app. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. 
or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 